0: Where's your go to place for cheeseburgers?
1: Well, overall, I like to eat any cheeseburger anywhere. Oh. Um, my preference is I don't like too much bun. Okay. I don't want the bun to overwhelm the burger. Oh. I like a medium rare moment. Okay. I want the texture. I don't want to feel like it's leather. I won't judge those people. I just don't understand them.
0: It's understandable.
1: I like mayonnaise on it.
0: Oh, that's a good condiment.
1: I like a pickle. That's
0: a, that's a good condiment. I like a
1: pickle moment. Yeah. But also, if you were to give me anything else, I'd eat it too.
0: <laughs> McDonald's. Love it. Cheeseburger. i need it. Go to, right? Just for like a hankering of a good cheeseburger. I've actually
1: just gotten into fast food since the pandemic. What? Which is not a great habit to have started at 30 years old when your metabolism is slowing down. I just never... you am 30? Oh my God, what did you think I am?
0: I don't know, like 25, 26. Oh my God, thank you. Yeah, I just assume everybody's every woman is younger than me and every gay man is older. <laughs> because I'm shady. <laughs> you're like, ill. I get Gus got to tell us last year, because I was like, girl, you're not 60? And he was like, fuck you. I was like, oh, well, well, I feel
1: like you have a face that you could be any age. And I mean that's a compliment. I was gonna say this is- <laughs> For acting, it's so good. Okay? It's an acting compliment. But you could be like the best looking 50 year old ever. Or like
0: an eight real- an 18
1: year old that's seen some shit. You know what I mean? Like it's the two. <laughs> you could literally pass as an 18-year-old that has seen I been through a little too much.
0: How Hannah was like <laughs> You can play an AARP commercial, but also someone who has gone through traumatic experiences in their life, so much so that it has aged you from the age of 18 to 55. Okay. Okay. That, my friends and listeners, is Hannah Burnett.
1: Welcome, Hannah Burner to Oh
0: Oscar. Oh,
1: my God. I'm so excited to be on. I'm, I'm obsessed so with happy you. you're I've here. L- Don't you remember when we first met, we like immediately became friends? Oh, God, yeah. Isn't that weird?
0: You want to know something? I have found more friends and more connections in the comedy community than I have in almost my entire being.
1: And I'm going to agree with you on that in my life as well. Yeah. It's so corny when people are like, I found my people. But then when you do, you're like, I found my people. <laughs> and that's literally how I am. But it's funny that we all come from all these different parts of life and whatever the word is. But I feel like we are. Yeah, we have that perspective. I recently had an energy healing um, yesterday. A what? An energy healing. I don't know what it was, but I was into it. And she like looks at you And she kind of tells you And she like Here's your angels I'm w- uh, we We just went with the flow And everyone else She was like How uh, much did you pay for this? It was like a free thing Oh okay w- Woman on the street <laughs> But everyone else She's I like I love
0: how <laughs> Hannah Had someone come up to her And be like I'm gonna tell you your energy And Hannah was like That's gas
1: <laughs> it was funny because we were eating like cheese and crackers and I kept being like there's too much dairy it's blocking (laughs) it's blocking her but everyone else she's like oh your spirits whatever and with me she just starts laughing and I was like what and she goes your spirits have a dark sense of humor and I was like that's so that is so me and in certain situations what we think is funny other people think is weird or disturbing but I think finding people with a similar sense of humor just makes you feel so much less alone
0: yeah I want to get into real quick. Like, yeah, w- how did you get started? How did you? I ha- how did Hannah become Hannah Burner?
1: So I was a tennis player. I wanted to be a professional tennis player. In college, I like got burnt out. I did get hit by a car. I was okay, but I was like, the universe is telling me, that even though you're good at this, it's not what's going to make you happy. Which was a hard thing for me to accept when, like, eight year old Hannah, all she wanted to do was tennis, and then realize that oh, you God, actually love don't this. love competition that much, and it makes you miserable. Mm. So then I quit tennis cuz college ended and I got into sales which is very similar to sports where I was cold calling my dad's in sales he's like if you want to be tough you got to have a cold calling job
0: mm. you got to have the gift of the gab
1: and i didn't know so like that is actually like stand up comics would be great at cold calling cuz you yeah. just have to be like likable in the beginning catch them in the beginning <laughs> and you know make jokes off of nothing yeah. be quick off your feet and i did really well hated it Hated it, like making money, but I hated it and just felt like I was living to the quote. It was all results oriented. Like tennis was like I was only happy when I won. When I lost, I was so depressed. Mm. When I was selling, I was happy. When I wasn't, I was depressed. And I'm like, th- life is not meant to be this much pressure. So I went into marketing.
0: You went into marketing.
1: And I like got a job off LinkedIn. Uh, and I it was like a T-shirt company. It was like a startup. And I'm like, Have this you ever is ever fucking up awesome. Off of LinkedIn? No. Oh,
0: okay. Just me. Keep going.
1: <laughs> really creepy older ball dudes are like hey just want to connect and i'm oh, like i'm oh. like yes <laughs> not cute enough for you babe i
0: know but they i don't re- i don't have a lot of stars to reach for so i'm just <laughs> like i'll take what i can get
1: turns out marketing was so boring mm. and i just i had like ideas i was doing social media they didn't give a fuck at the end of my college career I did some sports broadcasting Ooh. where I love sports and I would do these little highlight reels like after a game and I'd be like, hey, I'm Hannah Burner. Like if you Google Hannah Berner, Wisconsin, you'll see me doing You're these. You're from Wisconsin? No, I went to school at Wisconsin. Though. Where in Wisconsin? University of Wisconsin. Go Badgers. Oh
0: my God. Oh yeah. Go oh, Packers. Yeah. Do you know, well, how long were you in Wisconsin Five for? Five years. Oh my God. Right. It's in Madison, right? Oh yeah. Oh my God! Do you know where Rockford, Illinois, is? Yeah. That's where I'm from.
1: Oh yeah, I heard it. you s- tell someone that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I go. I tell everybody I'm from. Uh, I'm from Rockford, Illinois. Yeah.
1: Everyone from Rockford, Illinois, went to Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, that's that's usually how it is. They either go and to Wisconsin or they go to Chicago.
1: Or if they're smart, they go to Northwestern.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's right. They're yeah. nerds. Yeah.
1: But so you get it. We yeah. know the Midwest. Yeah.
0: So. Do you say pop? Or soda
1: Or like bubbler That's a Wisconsin thing
0: Bubbler? Bubbler
1: is for um water fountain They call water fountains bubblers It's very nation strange I went there for five <laughs> years I did not assimilate to the that. culture I love
0: that nation strange I did not <gasps> I
1: love that I do not assimilate to their culture at all oh. I just played tennis But yeah I, So I'm in a hotel in Vegas Putting in orders for this t-shirt company at midnight Getting paid God knows what Nothing And I pull up one of my old YouTube videos. I'm 25 years old. And I'm like, I want to be in front of the camera. Like, I literally was like, this is what brings me joy. Like, doing video. I literally just said, I want to do video. And manifestation, I know it sounds like hoopla, but I, and I didn't, it wasn't even cool to do back then. And I did it. I just said, I want to do video. And I started just telling people. Let me ask you
0: something first. Yeah. Don't mind if I interrupt you. Don't mind. Do you believe in telling people your goals or do you believe in keeping them private
1: i believe in telling people your goals they're like oh move in silence no tell people your goals because it holds you accountable and i don't mean like you have to tell everyone but it actually means you're like not scared to really do it Mm,
0: like for example you
1: told someone you want to make a tiktok and whenever you see him he bothers you about it and it holds you accountable like if you just kept it in your head you can i'm I also think that once you say it out loud, it makes it real. And it means you believe in yourself enough to say it. Mm. And this is just me because I don't shut up. So maybe that's why I like it. But what I'm trying to say is I start this video internship, get, getting paid zero. It's a free internship at 26,
0: mm-hmm.
1: 25, 26. This guy hits me up and says, Hey, this company called Betches is looking for a video producer. They are looking for five Huge. years experience. And I'm, like, perfect for betches in terms of like, I'm 25. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't have any experience. Like, that's a lot. Five years is a lot. Like, I can right. fake two years of Excel. Five years of video experience is hard. So he goes, Just send in a funny video that you think would make them laugh about like a day in the life of a betch. And I did like betches going to the gym. They call me and they go, We think your video was hilarious, but you have no experience. But I came in with like a list of all these funny video ideas I had. They go, we'll pay you $300 a week. And I was like, let's fucking go. Cause now I'm in alignment. Now at least I'm at the starting point. Cause I was all over the place. At least now these people gave me an in. But I started writing memes and tweets for them. And they would pay me like two bucks a meme or a tweet. So all like the memes you see online like, I was writing like 80 memes and tweets a week, which I didn't know was like a full on joke writing boot camp. Then finally, they were like, Can you make an SNL type sketch? We do this video when Bay FaceTimes. Y'all never forget it. It was when Bay was popular, calling people Bay. Yeah. And I do like, I wake up, I'm in my pajamas, and this guy called, and I have headphones in, and I'm like, Wait, let me get my headphones. And it shows me doing like a full face and like curling right. my hair, getting a ring light. And then I just go, Sorry, what's up? They have like 6 million followers. But this video went off. Like it got like t- like millions of views and they were like, okay, can you do this three times a week? And I just was like, yes, done. And then I started doing like segments about horoscopes that started to do well, long story short. I got asked to be on Summer House and then I got fired from Betches, started podcasting and with my podcast, Caroline's asked me to do a live podcast show. And my friend was like, "You should do ten minutes of stand up, and like a dare." And I just like put my tweets together and then did it in front of three hundred people. The first time I did stand up, and I fell in love with it, and then never stopped.
0: The rest is history.
1: And I did date a stand up during Ooh. my time at Betches, Ooh. who I who taught me how fun life could be creatively.
0: So you know the whole thing from transitioning from Betches Mm -hmm. to having your own podcast Mm -hmm. and really kind of like finding yourself in stand-up comedy Mm -hmm. and enjoying that aspect. Have you found out more of who you are deep down inside from that journey? Is there something that you realized or a revelation that came to you from that entire existence? Barbara
1: Walters, you are killing the game right now that was a really good question
0: people actually tell me i'm a very good interviewer
1: that was a very good question to the point that i like stopped listening because i was like that's a really good question (laughs) 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 no i heard what you said being a stand-up i think is such like a Like Even in my head, I'm like, I'm a comedian because I feel like I don't even want to put myself in a box of being like, she's a stand up. I want to be, I don't know where my career will take me. Like maybe I'll like get into some hosting gig or like start acting. I just know that I want to create and entertain and make people laugh and stand up is like where I'm doing it.
0: I love this backstory of Hannah Burner.
1: Oh, I, thank you. I
0: love this. I love that I was
1: able to tell it.
0: I love it. We are going to move on to the highlighted portion of the podcast, mm-hmm. which is the focus. And that is Hannah Burner. Mm-hmm. What was your first gay experience?
1: I, I want to tell like a sweet Go gay right experience in college. Yeah. And I made a best friend like immediately at school and she played for the tennis team and she was from the South. And she was like hysterical and in a very unique sense of humor. Everyone else in Wisconsin had never seen this kind of like, Southern people are so naturally funny and she's so good at drinking like, and together we just became like frickin' frack. We were just Mm -hmm. loved to make each other laugh. But I knew she was a lesbian. Mm And she, I don't know where she was with it, but I was just, like, I'm Park Slope trained. Like, I knew it was good. my lesbian daughter was, like, pretty good. But also, we're not in the business of outing people, and also, I didn't really care. Right. And and she's young, and it's first time in the North. And then, like, someone would come out on the hockey team, and I'd be like, oh, so-and-so came out. Like, I'm really happy for them. And I, w- I was kind of planning <laughs> to <see. laughs> I thought I was like I we were also so close, like literally did everything together. So she was like my little project that I wanted her to come out, which oh saying God. it out loud, it doesn't sound, it's probably not great. Um but one day she goes, I have to tell you something. And I'm like, What? And she goes, I think I'm gay. And she said, I got so <laughs> happy. And I, she, she didn't even say, I'm gay. She goes, I think I'm gay. Like, she was trying to start a conversation with me. And I was like, yes, let's go get a drink. Let's fucking go. And she's like, Wait, I th- I'm like i not sure. And I was like, okay, it's good. Like, let's, pu- let's celebrate. And then we were, like, so happy. And we're at the bar. And she's just telling everyone, like, I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm like, she's gay. And we were, like, having so much fun. And then we, like, get drunk. The next day she wakes up and she's... She's like, did I tell everyone I was gay yesterday? <laughs> like, cause she wasn't, like, ready to actually come out to everyone, I feel like. But we were just so happy, like, on this high. And then we were sitting down, and we were trying to understand it. I was like, do you feel like you're gay? Or do you feel like you might identify as a different gender? Like, and we were trying to understand it. But I was so living vicariously through her journey. But I also was just trying to be, like, that person she never had growing up who was, like, it's okay. Yeah. Growing up in, like, a pretty homophobic, like, real deep south like bible belt south Mm. and i come from like the gayest part of america right so um seeing my best friend come out and to be the person she came out to selfishly i really loved that for me (laughs) and then i ended up introducing her to like my friend on the softball team and they got married really so i'm going to heaven And um, if anyone (laughs) thought I wasn't an ally, I'm a fucking ally. And did I out her? No. But did I help it? Maybe. Maybe.
0: You know what? I think what you did is you helped her feel comfortable. You helped her feel comfortable with who she is. Because a lot of people, when they're around and they're not out yet and they're around other people, they're very kind of like... They're like, I don't she know, never I don't know had what's a safe on. space. Right. To and the so point that
1: she was so blocked because she had to be. Right. And I wanted to show her that like you don't have to be blocked. Right. And it sounded so selfish of me, but it was at the point where I felt like my best friend was lying to me when she'd be like, Yeah, I really like this guy. And I started to like because I also I was very intuitive with her, like we were so connected that at some point I was like, This girl's like lying to me like I started she getting upset. She lying to you or
0: was she lying to herself?
1: It was part of both, but I literally was and I'm giving you guys the full emotions that aren't shouldn't be said, but I just like I loved her so much and I was like I felt like she was going through pain and I didn't want her to go through the pain. And then but she had to go through it on her own, but yeah. I also just wanted to show her a world where like it was okay, and she's she was so ha- much happier after it and freer. But she also there's this whole concept of like a gayby. Do you know what's a gayby? She's you're new to the gay community, especially with lesbians. So like they're like, oh, she's a gayby. Like I don't. It's like almost like a virgin. Like I don't want to deal with them. Like they're they're fresh and like new and don't really know how it works. So <laughs> so then she had to like I learn swear, about we the come community. Up, if we come out with about one the more
0: nickname. <laughs> For people in I our love community, baby. I'm gonna need. I love Gaby. I'm baby. gonna need a reference guide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need. No, but the thing is, though, is that what's great is that you created a safe space for her to feel like that. And a lot of people don't realize is that they turn to friends because the friends are the ones that make them feel okay. Because their friends aren't. They have nothing. There's no. There's no hidden agenda. Well, also, it's if the just, people who
1: like you aren't accepting of it. Then like How is a stranger Going to be accepting of it Right The act of coming out Is such a is, is an experience That like Only You have to do And like I don't have to do And I just think that's like I never really thought About anything of it It's interesting
0: I mean I came out To my parents And then I kind of was just like I don't know It I th- didn't really I think I was me. gay
1: In a past life Yeah
0: Yeah <laughs> I think I was an Uber driver in a past life
1: because
0: I love parallel parking. (laughs) They
1: did not have Ubers. However, you did parallel park the carriage, the horse and carriage really well.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I love your first gay experience story, Hannah. That oh was God, absolutely thanks. adorable. We're going to move on to the next segment. When you forced oh, your Oscar. friend to come out. Yeah. You <laughs> you literally t- pushed her into a lesbian bond. <laughs> and she's like, go touch it. You're going to like it.
1: <laughs> no, but she was testing me. Like she asked me questions like, how do you feel when this happens? Like, she was really searching, mm. and I loved that. Like, I was the source of her figuring it out, and I was just leading her to the pussy lips.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say the promised land, but we'll <laughs> go with. I we'll think go I just saw lips. you.
1: You literally almost vomited. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, uh,
1: do you ever watch porn with women in it?
0: Oh, uh, all I do is watch straight porn. <gasps> I don't really watch a lot of gay porn. Why? It doesn't do me, do anything for me.
1: I like so, like female solo porn because mm. I like thinking that it's me.
0: Interesting. Hmm.
1: Maybe a little... Is that asexual when you're just... Or you're just attracted to yourself?
0: I think that's egotistical.
1: Yeah, I think <laughs> it's narcissism. I just uh, find a girl with brown hair with a middle gonna, part that looks just like me touching herself. Yeah, and I'm like... Gonna, yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, we are going to move on to the lord have mercy I love you so much <laughs> Hannah Burner thank you so much for sharing your first gay experience we are going to move on to the next segment of Oh Oscar and that is disappointed please share with us one of your most embarrassing wild crazy strange hookup stories
1: so i was in college love it (laughs) at wisconsin
0: wisconsin
1: and i had a dick appointment set up later that night okay with the mascot of the school
0: Ooh wait the guy who wears the bucky
1: bucky the badger bucky badger i'd been fucking with this like very handsome six six football player like the best looking person i've ever seen in my life but he wanted me to go to bible study and i did not want to go and he basically told me i was going to hell and i was like you're so good looking but i can't do this anymore so i was like you know what fuck these athletes i feel like
0: this is a hallmark movie (laughs) i
1: said fuck these athletes i was into this guy who was a bucky and i was like i'm out with my friends i'll meet you later tonight Mm. So it's kind of fun when you like know You're already your end game of the night Like you Mm. don't have to chase You know someone you're meeting them He was like working or something He was a manager at like a a bar Which was good for me because I was underage Anyway So I'm feeling free I'm feeling myself I know I have Dick later He was working that night I think he was working But he was like I'm off at midnight Whatever And suddenly I see this really cute guy Who was my brother was there Went to the school too Who's in my brother's fraternity he was, I want to, his name is like the most California name. He had like tan California blonde hair and he was just the coolest guy. Max. We'll call him Max.
0: Yeah. Cause I feel like that's a very LA. He, California. Like basically
1: name. everyone was just like pale. Brody yeah that kind of thing that kind that more more brody brody
0: Brody. yeah brody yeah Yeah, i skate and play beach volleyball it's literally exactly how he spoke so for
1: some reason this motherfucker
0: i'll accept my oscar later that was
1: really good (laughs) he does a beeline to me and he's like hannah what's up and i'm like hi and he's like well yeah and like we start kind of dancing he's like what haven't we spoken before and i'm like oh my like he's older and like everyone he's like kind of popular and he's like you want to get out of here and i was like yeah so your girl leaves the bar i'd say it's probably like 10 30 11 we get to his apartment and we get upstairs and it's cool and like i'm like it just felt like a fantasy like he's like yeah very cute so charming i low-key had a crush on him and he just like picked me out of the bar i was like Mm. let's have fun we start making out and then he looks at me and goes i just nutted i'm like what like he just he like came like barely he didn't we didn't have sex he came while we were kind of like humping and i was like Oh, (laughs) and like I honestly took it a little bit of a compliment. Like I didn't, he probably didn't, I was like scared to have sex in college. So I was like, oh my God, all good, like chill. But you know, he's mortified and he's like, well, it's so weird like it never happens. And he's mortified, but I'm like obsessed with him. He could have literally shat on the bed and I would have been like, you did great. I'm glad you're eating your protein. So like fiber is important and I love that about you.
0: Reach for the stars.
1: (laughs) And I remember we're sitting there and my phone starts blowing up. Cause it's the mascot and he's like, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? And he goes, I'm your roommate. Let me in. I'm in your bed waiting. So what's the girl to do? And this guy like literally just came and it's kind of awkward. And he's like, I'm like, you know, I actually have to go home. And he's like, let me walk you home. And I'm like, no, 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 and it's also like freezing. It's it's like negative four degrees, and I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. But like, I'm so into this man. Like, I really do like him. But like, I have to. I have a situation, and I'm like, thank you so much. I have to go, and you could tell he's kind of down that I didn't like let him walk me home. Right. And like in his head, he's probably like, she hates me. Like, right. that's so embarrassing. So, get. <laughs> this is like the sluttiest story I ever had. <laughs> Even though, anyway, I get back to my apartment, and the mascot's waiting there. And I don't think we ever had sex before, but I was like, okay, try number two, try number two. And his, like, dick was too, like, big. Like, it was too wide, and I just, like, couldn't do it. Like, this is, like, early sexual experiences, and I was, like, scared. I probably wasn't wet enough, and I just, like, couldn't do it. <laughs> <And> <laughs> you wanted dick, dick appoint, appointment, whatever it's called? Dick a- Dick's disappoint. We're dick disappointed so, And he has no idea that I just like came From a guy who came
0: Well you didn't tell me you came You just said he came
1: Yeah but like I just had another guy's dick w- w- Almost in me And then this guy's dick almost in me And then we fell asleep And I was like I'm so naughty And then the other guy Basically never hit me up again mm. Like he was like so mortified But I was like so into him but that was my disappointing night. I'll say sex is hard. but We don't talk about it enough. <laughs> it's like twenty minutes of my stand up. <laughs> it's about how sex is not actually that great all the time. <laughs> I love you so much, Hannah. Hannah's <laughs> like, I've had the hardest story.
0: Please someone give me a Nobel Peace Prize <laughs> for my disappointed story. oh God, Hannah. I mean, I get it. That was very disappointing. I will say that because you were like, oh, it's so hot. And then you're like, I was like, oh, for sure, going to have a good night. Yeah. And
1: somehow I managed to not have a good night and still be a hoe.
0: Yeah, that sucks. So we are going to move on to the last segment of O Oscar, which is the wheel of gay DHD QA. So what you'll do is you'll spin it and then give me your top off, uh, off the top of the head answer. You're Ready? so
1: good at. Segment names. Is that how you do it? You wanna- yeah, just do yeah. it.
0: Uh, Anna. <laughs> Spin the fucking wheel.
1: Okay. <laughs> I got nervous. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Very wholesome well, question. To- yeah, I think we talked about. Career we besides upon this- comedy. Right, I'll tell t- you.
0: We touched upon this before. You I don't feel know. Like. Oh, so let me ask you then. Hannah Burner. What would you have done if it wasn't for stand-up comedy?
1: So I think about doing this every day, actually. I just want to run my own animal shelter. Oh, uh,
0: I want with everybody wanting to do animals. Gus, the last guest, he was like, oh, I think I'd be a veterinarian.
1: <laughs> well, when I was little, you know, you're like, Nothing oh, I want to be a five, right? I, I wanted know. to be a veterinarian until I figured out you deal with animals who were hurt. And that's when I was like, I do not want to see like a cat bleeding. I, would I'd. I'd I wouldn't be able to emotionally handle that. So during quarantine I met Dez who was fostering pit bulls and I started to volunteer at the shelter because it was the only thing to get me out of my depression. So oh, I love that. Like I want to get a house in the middle of nowhere and start like a cat sanctuary. And like paint. <laughs> Is that really a career? I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, that's my next goal in life. You know, I,
0: 10 years ago, I would have been like, you are crazy. <laughs> and the way the world is going right now, I'd be like, that is smart. <laughs> yes. Can I do another one? Yeah, we're going to do a bunch of these. Go ahead. Okay, Spin it again.
1: That wasn't that good enough. Whatever. What's this one? Most annoying catchphrase. All right. So
0: what's an annoying catchphrase that people use that you hate?
1: I, this is not really a catchphrase. This is just a word. Mm-hmm. I hate when people say the word essentially. <laughs> I hate it more than anything. And I'm telling you, and I, cause it means nothing. Essentially means nothing. It's just a word to act like you're smarter than someone and know more than you do. Cause you could say essentially in front of anything and yeah. I hate it. And it gives me the heebie-jeebies And I'm over it
0: So what you're telling me Is that you essentially Hate the word essential
1: Essentially <laughs> It's like It's so It is the most uh, Like I hate it so much Okay let's do this again I could do this all day It's actually the most fun game
0: Alright Hannah If you joined the Spice Girls What would your spice name be?
1: Silly Spice Get out <laughs> Sorry <laughs> Just. I'm sorry. Where
0: should I put the <laughs> Silly Spice, God Hannah,
1: <gasps> it's alliteration. Um, or like, I was always sporty. Like when my friends would do it, I was Sporty Spice because right. I'm athletic and I have nice calves. But I, what, what, what would yours be? Or I'd be Messy Spice. <laughs> I'd be Messy Spice because not only am I messy in terms of <laughs> I was on a reality show, um, but also, which I can never take back, but I also am quite messy in my room and my brain.
0: You know, that's so interesting. I thought, uh, uh, like, my perception of you was that you were very OCD about stuff. Oh,
1: I love that you think that. Yeah. I'm very OCD about my career. Yeah. Like, I will never miss an email or any of that stuff, but yeah. my... My the state of my apartment is. I not think
0: mine okay. would be Uber Spice.
1: <laughs> Parallel Spice. <laughs> Spicy Spice.
0: <laughs> I came up with a drag name. What do you think about this? Parallel Park.
1: <gasps> I
0: love that. It's
1: great, but if people don't know the reason why, they're just like.
0: That's an awful name. Oh, I am so sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry, and I'm gonna say this: Metamorphosis is a better drag name. <laughs> Get out of here. And <laughs> drag names now are so boring. What happened to good drag names? Good drag names. Uh, do you Carlotta do any- Attendant, Lisa Lexus.
1: Do you do drag ever?
0: I did. I did drag a long time ago. This, the eyebrows are very hard, and the beard. Is the you can't do drag and you won't shave if the you're from the out if you're you can't do drag if you're from the mountains of Iran,
1: yeah. Because even if you shave by the time you get to the venue, it's yeah.
0: I mean, the only time I could ever do drag is if I did it in a burqa and I can't do it because that's <laughs> extremely offensive. However, for Halloween, I did go as Miss Iran a long time ago when yeah. we could do stuff like that, yeah. and when I tell you, I won every fucking competition
1: that's amazing yeah
0: but i can't do it anymore because people are now a little too sensitive
1: i do have to say this doesn't have to do what we're talking about but you know des and i really love playing volleyball in west hampton and you should come
0: oh my god please yeah i would love he's like
1: very into his volleyball like fourth date he like put me in a volleyball tournament with him like it was like pretty intense really yeah
0: oh yeah i play volleyball you know like you're
1: gonna be a good one on the team Because yeah. we're scrappy And I mean You're a setter like, Yeah It's gonna be great They say that ath- that Sorry That comedians Stand-up comics Are either athletes Or addicts Or both Okay Or gay <laughs> And that is How we're wrapping up the podcast All right We are
0: <laughs> Rounding out the podcast On homophobia Uh To all my listeners, I'm so sorry that this is how we ended. We
1: didn't realize to the very end who we were talking to. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much, Hannah Burner. All right, that's it. We're done. No. Uh, Quickly, Hannah, where can people find you? obviously all over social media like social where,
1: media at being burns tiktok instagram whatever uh-huh. um my podcasts are giggly squad yep. where it's more pop culture yeah and then burning in hell which is like um mental health comedy yeah and love that thank you love that i can't wait you're coming on please so keep I an love eye that. out for it was that so
0: much fun I, it's gonna be so much uh, yeah fun.
1: I now that i like know a little more about you i'm going to tear you apart and I love it. that'll be really fun you're asshole will bleed and then i <laughs> when i feel like i do something else oh yeah i do stand up yeah go to hannahburn.com and you'll see all my tour dates
0: yeah and hannah we are gonna plug the fact that i am opening for you yes in new jersey yes in the first few weeks of february yes make sure you go to hannahburner.com because the show is listed on her website and
1: keep an eye out for your birthday show at the stand in March.
0: Yes, I gotta do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've already yeah. put it in my calendar. I know, I know. I gotta think about that. <laughs> I know. Uh, I love you so much. Love you This too. has been one of my favorite podcast recordings. Thank I you. really appreciate it. Thank You've you so much. You've been absolutely fabulous, and you're <laughs> so much fun. And I always love seeing you out and hanging with you as Ugh. a comedian because I feel like I just love your vibes.
1: So. I love you too,
0: Hannah. Thank you so much To all the listeners Thank you so much And we will see you next week My special guest Next week Is the ever so talented America's Got Talent Gina Brion I know I'm so excited to have her So that'll be fun Um, Everyone Please stay safe And have a wonderful weekend